So I don't know if I should be frustrated or not, but I don't know how many of you out there are experiencing the same thing I'm experiencing or have gone through, but here's, here's, here's where I am right now, okay? I am to the point where I cannot, for whatever reasons, get my hands on a pre-order for a PlayStation 5. Not your typical conversations that we have on this podcast, but I feel that nevertheless it needs to be discussed because I can't be the only one that's frustrated by this. And when I say frustrated, I mean I am I'm frustrated. Simply because I I don't know, I guess I'm a fanboy. I'm a fanboy that's just throwing a little fit. I couldn't get a pre-order. But man, I admitted, I told my buddies, I said, I told my family, I said, man, I'm salty. Like legit salty. So salty, as a matter of fact, that I have actually really did a lot of research or done a lot of research on PC gaming. There's a lot of you out there that do PC gaming already and are engulfed in that life and um, lifestyle and, and everything. Not me. I've seen it. I've obviously watched videos. I've kind of, well, when I say I've seen it, I had never actually saw it, someone playing it, how it plays, what the frame rates look like, things like that. I actually did not see that until just recently. So shouts out to the to the kid, uh, Roman Sandoval. He actually got me set up and, and uh, uh, let me check out his rig and kind of mess around with it a little bit and kind of gave me some insight. Same thing with Tapia. Shouts out Sergeant Tapia was kind of just helping me out in in the build. Like I, I had these questions, this is what I want to do. Because my main thing is right now, you guys here, I'm doing a podcast. My MacBook Pro can handle these podcasts all day. Built for it. Editing's fine. Takes a little longer than I w- would hope when I run it through some of my uh, uh, audio repair plugins. When I run it through Isotopes or when I run it through RX, it, it takes uh, takes a little bit of time. I could live with that. I'm fine. I don't mind that. My thing is that I have really been looking into video recording and getting a nice camera for the podcast and it will be shot in 4K. So it'll be put on YouTube. It'll be shot in 4K and obviously it's going to be compressed down, going to be mainly viewed on 1080p. I mean, if you're watching it from your phones, it'll be on 1080. So that's that's kind of where I was the futures heading towards with this podcast. With that in mind, I know I have to build something or buy something upgrade that's going to be able to handle that because my MacBook currently does not, which is so crazy. I was under the false, false information, false pretext that MacBook and MacBook Pro, the main difference between those was the fact that uh, one could render video and audio and all this other software things. Like MacBook would be just your basic, you know, kind of like a MacBook Air, but your MacBook Pro would be able to handle kind of video editing, audio editing, just productivity creation, something along those lines. That's what I was under the impression of. That's not the case. I have a mid-2017 MacBook Pro, only three years old. It's got a 2.3 gigahertz i5, I believe. No dedicated GPU, still 
We're in 2017 and at this point, no dedicated GPU for MacBooks. So it, everything's run through the CPU, which the CPU on mine is a dual core, dual core. So two cores, four threads, and it's not very good. So I've, I've already pre-planned and thought about this. I, I want to stick with Mac. I've even looked into Hackintoshes, but I've heard too many things about things not working properly and things of that nature, and I would just get frustrated. So I think I'm actually going to make the jump to Windows when it comes to editing. I already have a, a, a Premiere Pro membership thing, so I can just carry that over to the to Windows. I've always been a console gamer. I've always been a PlayStation gamer since the f- release of the first PlayStation. So going way back and when. And PlayStation holds a special part in my in my heart because of how we grew up, how poor we were. I remember we had this family friend and his son came in town. I couldn't tell you where he was from, but I'd never met him. I didn't even know this guy had a son. And all of a sudden his son's coming into town. And when he came into town, I want to say he was in his 20s somewhere. I can't tell you exactly where in his 20s, but he had brought a PlayStation with him. It had just released, literally just released. And he had one. So I got a chance to play with it. And at this time, the closest thing to that that I had played was a Super Nintendo. My mind was blown. I couldn't believe what I was playing. Like you had these, and it was a golf game out of all, believe it or not. It was a golf game that I played and I was just like, oh my gosh. I couldn't believe it. So I begged my mom for one. I want to say it was two years later. She saved up enough money to buy me one. It was, it was nice. It was nice to obviously get the console, but it was even, it was, it was like looking back on it now, how dope is that? Like as a, as a parent, right? I was never, I wasn't one of those kids that begged and did all this and that. Like I begged to spend the night at my friend's house, right? I would cry to spend the night at my friend's house. But when it came to like things, my mom's was that mom's is like, before you go to the store, you better not ask me for shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that was her. Not really cussing, but she'd say, you better not ask me for nothing. You better not embarrass me in that you know I don't have any money. We're only here for groceries. We're not here for toys. We're not here for this. And it sounds sad. I know it doesn't sound sad, but there's a specific kind of humble that comes with that kind of uh, upbringing that I can, I could never, I would never want to change. But seeing my mom work as hard as she did to get me, and she worked two jobs, three jobs sometimes to get me that console was just, it, it just meant that much more to me. So from that point on, I was just a PlayStation fanboy. Whenever the 64 came out, they had some fun games. I would play it at my buddy's house, Robert. I w- that was enough for me to get my fix. Then PlayStation 2 comes out and my brother got a PlayStation 2 for, I want to say me, I think it was for us, but then when he ended up moving out, he ended up leaving the console. So that was very nice. Then we got the PlayStation 2. At this point, Xbox had released and there was a lot of Xbox fanboys. I was still stuck on PlayStation. I was like, yo... Grand Theft Auto, you know, because Grand Theft Auto 3 was big at that time. And it was an exclusive to PlayStation. It, it was just as it went on. And then PlayStation 3 came out. Some things went down. I didn't get that on release or anything close to that. But I got it afterwards, a couple years afterwards. And it was, it was cool. It was cool. And PlayStation 4, 
I did not get that on release either, but I did be, let me rewind. The reason why I refused to get the PlayStation 3, well, for sure the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3 at the time I couldn't afford it. But if I really wanted to get it, I would have saved up. But the reason why is because when we we got the PlayStation 2, I think I went through three of them. Well, I went through two of them. And then on the third one, like I would fix these PlayStations myself. Like they were laser disc problems, nothing major, right? Just, just taking it apart and... There's no YouTube back then, so you just take shit apart and then you figure it out. That's what I would do. So I remember hearing about the problems that happened with PlayStation 1 when it released. I experienced PlayStation 2. I said, I'm going to wait on the PlayStation 3. That had problems. So the PlayStation 4, I was like, nah, I'm going to wait till they release that first. Either they make that first change or within that first, you know, within the first year, they'll do something different. Well, they're, whether it's a different console color or whatever but whenever I was like whenever that comes out that's mine because that's when the problems are going to be corrected now I don't remember hearing about any problems with PS4 but I waited and I got the Destiny package white one which is weird because there was two of them there was one that was just white it didn't have all the gold encryptings or nothing like that it was just white and it came with a game they called that a bundle and then it wasn't a bundle because then they actually released uh, Destiny PlayStation, which is weird. But anyway, I had the all white one. No issues, man. I had that thing literally until just not too long ago. And then I sold it because I upgraded to the Pro. So I sold it and paid out of pocket like 90 bucks for a PlayStation Pro, an upgrade. So it, it, it was worth it to me. And it sounds, I know it sounds like I'm rambling. I'm just giving you a, a brief history of, of everything. So PlayStation 5's coming out. I told myself, you know what? I think I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait because I don't want it to have any issues. But then the more I was like, you know what? PlayStation 4 didn't really have any issues. We're in 2020. They for sure have to fix all that shit by now. There's no way they would mess that up. And then you start hearing about the performances and the power and all that stuff as it leads up to it. So then I'm like, man, I I, I want one. (laughs) And this was even after... PlayStation had sent emails to people saying, yo, like you've been, you might be selected or whatever for pre order. So I was like, okay, well, I didn't get one of those, which understandably, I ch- I've changed accounts through the years with emails. So I would assume that they would send it to people who've been registered forever. And I have since changed my email a couple of times, given some of my old uh, accounts to like my little brother and stuff. But I didn't get that email. So when I didn't get that email, I said, you know what? Okay, well, I will wait to get it in in spring. I'll make that as like a birthday thing. My birthday's in spring. I'll get it in spring. And then as it got closer, it was like, yo, well, you know, if you didn't get that email, it's cool. You can still pre-order. And so I was, I was like kind of a little hopeful because I was like, yo, maybe I might be able to pre-order this. Maybe I can jump on. <laughs> I tried. Oh man, I tried. My lady, she also did the same thing. She actually um, registered with like all these different accounts, Target, Walmart, GameStop, Best Buy, Amazon. Obviously some of those she was already registered for, but she had notifications turned on for whenever PlayStation was going to release. So we're just chilling, right? We're chilling on the couch and my buddy calls me Creeps. He's like, yo, shouts out Creeps. 
get on right now. They're, they're doing it. Get on, get on, get on. So he spent like four hours just bam, bam, trying, 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 trying to check out. And it wouldn't let him. It would gray out and he'd refresh. Bam, 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 bam. Finally, he pre-ordered. So anyway, the minute he told me I spent two hours, bam, bam, trying to do it, sold out. So I was like, damn, man. At that point, I was like, you know what? I still kind of um, didn't think I was going to get one. So I'll be cool getting one in spring. No worries. Spring for me. You know, we had talked and said, yo, we're going to get them on release and we'll play, you know, Cold War and all this stuff. But whatever, we'll get it in in spring, like originally I had anticipated. But then stories started coming out. They're like, yo, they're going to have another release on these websites. So I'm like, man. So I started to get hopeful again. And I spent one day having that in the background and there's something, I forget what the uh, extension is on your computer for Chrome. You can set it so when it goes live, it'll notify you. And uh, when there's a change to that page, it'll notify you. And so I set that up, which I wish I knew the name because it was crap. It did not work. I was refreshing, constantly checking, checking, checking. I literally checked that until about 4.30, almost 4.30 and nothing. And that's when I was like, it's not going to happen. Even though they said it was going to happen today, it had to have already happened. Little did I know it happened at 11 o'clock my time. I'm like, are you kidding me? I didn't see anything, nothing. And I would wait no more than 30 seconds before I check, refresh. And I had a, I had a, a routine. So I had Target up, Amazon up, GameStop up, Best Buy up, Walmart up. And I would just go to each one, refresh, nothing, refresh, nothing, refresh. So I would see GameStop didn't have the line. Well, it did have the line, but those stories came out that the employees were buying them and people were waiting in line and then not getting their consoles. And people who did pre-order were actually not getting their consoles. So I didn't even really waste my time with waiting in the line that Best Buy had on their website. I just took my chances in refreshing. Plus, there's rumors that they might be going out of business. So I was kind of skeptical from ordering from them anyway, because there's other stories that say that the stores that closed down, that people pre-ordered, they were SOL. Sorry, can't get your money back, won't get your console. So I was like, whoa. So I was kind of eh, about them. I felt some type of way. So I said, whatever. I kind of, like I said, just refresh whatever was there, maybe, which probably would have been a yes. I would have taken the chance, but I wasn't going to actually wait there. So I did that literally every 30 seconds from 9, 8.30 in the morning till about 4.15, 4.30 in the afternoon. That is where we are, ladies and gentlemen. Where I'm like, fuck this. The, the chaos of your release. Yeah, I'm salty. I'm salty. I admitted that already. I'm salty. Salty as fuck. When people are building their own PCs, obviously for more money than what these consoles are worth, these consoles are doing a good job from what I've seen. I want to see what the performance is really. Creep's got one, so I'm kind of betting on it or banking on him getting it. We all just, you know, spend the night at Creep's house <laughs> and just play it and check it out. See what that's like. And if it's if it really is upgraded and all that other stuff, then obviously let's go. 
I was telling Roman, man, like the exclusives, here's the second thing that bothered me about it is that I was like, yo, I'm pretty dead set on getting this PlayStation 5 because the exclusives. But then they say, oh, the ones that we told you were going to be exclusive to the PS5, just kidding, they're going to come out for the PS4. So I'm like, what? If I want 4K gaming, I know it's at 60 hertz, but I can do that on the PS4 Pro. So, and if I can buy those exclusives and play them, why would I get a PS5? Why not? Maybe I should really look into this computer thing. And so I did. And then a deal came to me for a good GPU that I'm pretty sure that I'm going to end up buying. And if I pull the trigger on that GPU, I am pulling the trigger on the whole damn thing. We already did a build together, Roman and I. I did a separate build like the next day when I got home. Well, the next day, I should say. And I have an idea of what it's going to cost me to run the kind of gaming that I want. I don't need 4K gaming. I'm I'm cool with 1440. I'm even cool with high-end 1080 for some games. Like, do you really need all that stuff for Call of Duty? No, you don't. You can do 1080 just perfectly fine. Ultra settings on 1080 with uh, running 100 and we'll say 10 frames a second or 120. Like that's, that's fine. I'm good with that. And so uh, I'm like, why not combine? I need to up, I need to get a PS, uh, I need to get a PC or upgrade my Mac for video editing. Why not, instead of spending all this money, why not combine the two? Put the money into a, and I, I, fucking hate Windows too. I'm a Mac guy for a reason. I just love it. It's it's just less headaches. I don't know why I haven't used it in years. I mean, I use it obviously at work every day, but I prefer Mac. So I dreaded that. I dreaded this, but I said, you know what? I need to, I know how to use Premiere Pro. The feature is going to be the same. I tell myself I'm not going to use it for anything other than video editing and gaming. That's probably not true. Knowing myself, realistically, I'm setting, you know, so it it's, I'm really up in the air. I'm up in the air with it. That's literally where I'm at right now. I don't know if you care. You probably don't care. I just wanted to express my frustrations because I'm sure there's a lot of you out there that are frustrated, whether you're a PlayStation guy or you're a Microsoft Xbox guy. Maybe you didn't get your Xbox Series X. Maybe... You didn't get your Xbox Series S. A lot of people are going to settle for the digital. I didn't want the digital. But a lot of people are going to settle just to get that new console. The next gen. And, uh, and, and it was just a shit show. The whole thing was a mess. It was a shit show. I understand why they did what they did or how they did it. You want to prevent scalpers from buying up the Playstations. Because if you look now, they're all selling for... $750 plus for just the basic console that costs 500 bucks. 750 is the lowest I've seen it. I've seen it as high as uh 2500, I believe. So people are doing it and there's stories coming out that GameStop employees bought out all their pre uh, all the ones that they were having for pre-sale in order and they just put the $50 down and they're jacking up the price on eBay, which is very smart. I'm not even salty about that. A lot of people are. A lot of people are like, oh, they can't do that and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Me? No, I'm not about it. I'm like, you know what? If it were me, I'd do the same damn thing. 
Most of us would. So I'm like, you know what? Power to them for being in a position where they can do that. I ain't mad at you. But you are a scalper. And you, a lot of people would say you ruined it for a lot of us, which uh, I don't care. Like I said, as far as the whole GameStop thing goes, I don't care. I wasn't really betting on GameStop. And I know myself, if it were me, I would have done the same thing. Not, I'm not saying I would have bought a bunch of them to sell them. No, I'm saying I would have bought, I would have made sure I took one of the pre-sales. So it was mine. Now, morally, I don't know if I would have bought two, put $100 down and pre-ordered two, and then jacked up the price of another one. I don't know if I would have done that, but I'll tell you this. I probably would have, if I was a manager, if I had myself, let's say two other friends, or my two brothers wanted them, I probably would have pre-ordered three, not to make a profit, but to make sure they got their consoles too. But again, who wouldn't? And a lot of you might be more more righteous than that. I guess I'm not. I would have done that. Knowing myself, but this kind of turned into a weird little rant. But I think it, 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 it affects the culture. If you think about it, anytime a new, something new, like a new wave of something comes in, comes up, and there's big news on it, I think that affects the culture. We, I find myself bitching about all this little stuff, like a PlayStation and computers and this and that. When, obviously we're in an election year and did you guys, did you, have you guys been watching the debates? I'm a week late, maybe longer on the news for how terrible the debate was between our president and vice president Biden. It was, it was, I mean, it was exactly what I expected, but I guess that's not acceptable anymore. American people want more, I guess. I don't know. I just know that it was, um, it was, it was something. And it was just a lot of yelling. That's right. I didn't like how, you know, the president attacked Biden's son. And my lady said it, you know, him admitting that his son had drug problems was probably going to help him out. And supposedly he's up 14 points in the polls. Relatable. That's a relatable thing for most people in America. So that, that I'm sure would get you a couple of, votes. And then the vice presidency debate, that was actually, I didn't mind that one. A lot of people complained about that one too. I thought that one was a little bit more organized. They had definitely more respect for each other in terms of answering. I'll tell you right now, you can be Mike Pence, vice president Mike Pence, because he's a really, like just a nice dude, it seems like. It don't matter. If you're a moderator, you can get shit on. Two minutes can suck my two minutes. I'm going to take up three minutes and 12 seconds every time, plus a minimum of three minutes and 12 seconds. Because like, thank you, Mr. Vice President. No, 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 let me finish. Let me, this is important. This is important. As long as you say that, you can get what you need to out. And then Kamala Harris, man, let's go. Uh, I'm speaking, Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. And I'm like, respectful, 
to the point. And you know, you, you, you got the look. So it's like check, check and check. I like that. I like Mike Pence too, though, man. That's a hard one. Think if the, uh, Vice presidency is going to be, I don't know if that'll decide it or not, but it's going to be interesting. This is actually really the first time I've really actually paid attention to the vice president debates. And that's because I like both of them, honestly. In the past, that hasn't been the case. So I'm just like, whatever. And of course, we're all paying attention to the presidential debate. You know, uh, prayers go out to President Trump and his family, him and his wife both uh, contracted COVID and from the videos we've seen, he's still not well, even though he's out of the hospital. So I don't, a lot of people hate Donald Trump, but you can't wish death on the, on the individual. I don't think you can. I, I certainly don't, you know, it'd be, it'd be a weird thing if he, if he died due to COVID. I don't, I, I, that just, that would be way too weird. That would be too coincidental too. That would be a conspiracy for me, 100%. But, and an unfair way to lose the election. If you're going to lose, lose it, like, fairly. Or win, or, you know, or or the, the Democratic side, win it fairly. Whatever way you want to look at it. But it is an election year. And it's, it's, we are in, we are in some pretty, um, some, some pretty weird times, man. It's. I sit here trying to think of like some examples that I have of things that were like, okay, well, maybe we should really focus on these kind of things to talk about. But I'm like, you know what? You guys have seen it. Besides the point of me saying, yo, this is important. I don't know what else I really need to say. You guys know what's up. Everyone out there is woke right now. Like everyone with TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook Live, YouTube, all this stuff. Everybody knows what's going on. Even if you're not into politics, you know a, li- a little of what's going on. And don't be intimidated by the, the big words or or the the bills that are passed or being passed or being backed or not being backed or f- freaking fracking. You know, don't be intimidated by all that stuff. By the way, I had to look up fracking was. It's where they uh, pretty much um, drill into rock, not, not drill into rocks, but uh, extract gases and stuff from rocks. Um, for energy. It's not renewable energy, but it's like fossil fuels kind of, but they're doing things like that. And so I had to look that up myself. Cause I'm like, what in the frick is fracking? Literally. I was like, what the, they kept talking about it. But anyway, the green deal and all that other stuff, it's pretty much everything that you would assume would be a topic right now. Is global warming a thing? What are we going to do to prevent global warming? Are we really looking into those things? That's pretty much what the green deal and all that other crap is. Renewable energy, fossil fuel, like, yo, our planet is dying. What are we going to do about it? Yo, well, we should probably cut back on this. We should probably cut back on that. We should probably look into this. That's all that everything they're talking about is literally everything you know. From the most conservative person to the most liberal hippie out there, we know that the earth is in bad shape. And it's like, how are we going to, what are we going to do to fix it? And they both say they have their own plans. It's all politics, man. Do they really? Probably. Probably not. Are they going to do anything about it? Maybe. Maybe not. Is it going to be pawned off because it's not their problem right now? That's possible. 
that hasn't been a focus in any real presidents. Um, pro- like that hasn't been on their priority list. They've done little things and they've done things to help out environment and funding and things like that. But is it really like, are we there? No, I think they're going to kind of do enough to please or to fulfill somewhat of their promises and then push it on to the next guy until it gets to that point. We're just going to keep pawning it off. But so don't get intimidated by the stuff like I'm saying. Don't get intimidated by any of that. Oh man. It's crazy, crazy world out there. I hope everyone's staying safe. I hope everyone has a job. I hope you're not kicked out. You're finding ways to make, make money, bring in income, provide for your family without breaking in or stealing or anything like that. People work hard for their stuff. Don't, don't do that. Don't be stupid. We had some break-ins here in our neighborhood and this morning we got up and there was cops out there. My lady heard shots at like 3.30 in the morning and we wake up, look outside and there's cops and we're like, what's going on? We have the neighbor calling us. We have the, uh, which is pretty good to see, but the president of the Homeowners Association actually came to our house and let us know what was going on. And it looked like she might have been doing a door-to-door thing. So shouts out to her. And uh, and like I said, she informed us of everything that was going on. And we're like, whoa. So, and we feel bad for the neighbors because they got their stuff broken into. They got their car stolen. It's like, don't do that, right? We're all desperate for things, but don't, don't do that. There's a right way to do things in a wrong way. The world has so many problems and you deciding to choose to do wrong is a ripple effect and just adds to the chaos in the world. Your one good deed, kindness, act, or or cho- choice not to act really does make a difference. So don't do that. Don't 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 do that. Don't go and fuck with people's hard-earned money. Don't do that. It's not necessary. Please. Realistically, I started this podcast to talk about um, not so much week four of the games that just happened, but I wanted to talk about Nick Foles and what you guys thought about him and the Bears upsetting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But, uh, you know, you get on here and then you have like a your idea or you have a list of things you want to discuss and talk about. And then you start kind of doing your intro. I guess it might just be me. But you start doing your intro and then you before you know it, you're 30 minutes into your podcast or 32 minutes into your podcast. It's crazy. Am I talking to myself? (laughs) You know, I know there's people, you guys are listening out there, but it is still a little odd, man. Whenever I come in here and I start talking about these topics because I'm like, no one's here to debate me. I can literally say whatever the fuck I want and then just hear it from you guys in the comments. But I don't, I don't like doing that. I like giving you my opinion, but I also like playing devil's advocate and I like looking at things from the other side. So I don't, I try to stay neutral for a lot of things. There's certain things I'm passionate about. And if you know me, you know what those things are. But there's also a lot of things that I think being neutral is not a bad thing to be because you kind of are open to both sides of things and you can kind of see it from a different perspective. Now, I haven't made a lot of friends lately with my opinions or my thoughts because I, 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 believe it or not, the way the world is going right now, supporting what is going on is the unpopular decision. At least where I live. 
or the people I work with or whatever. But like having a voice or believing you have a voice to stand up, to protest, to bring awareness to things that have been a normal thing for a long time is a very unpopular opinion, an unpopular decision. So it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. My friends, we are like, we all like, we're on the same page. So I take solace in the fact that I actually do surround myself around good people, the right people. And I say the right people, not because their views or ideology is exactly like mine, but you can, they can identify when something is right, when something is wrong without bias. And so I take solace in that, you know, that I've actually done a good job of weaving out all these punks that I've had to call friends over the years to the people that I actually keep close. And so, um, shouts out to anyone that I actually do talk to friends of mine, people that I text with or message with, you know, you wouldn't be getting any kind of attention from me if it wasn't like, if there wasn't some investment on my part, you know, whether, I don't know, let's say you lose contact with somebody in, in, in high school, whatever you have a beef with them. And then all of a sudden you guys start talking again, yo, that shit's all child's play. My bad. Move on. This is who we are. And then if I'm messaging with you like that, then we're, we're, we're straight, you know, and I hope, I, I hope you view me the same way. We're straight. That's just, that's just how I feel. That's actually how I got back in contact with Hobbs. People grow apart. Things happen. And then, you know, a little conversation here, a little conversation there, and then you just build from that. And then whatever took place before is just, it's over and done with. That's a chapter that's closed. You move on. We're adults, right? You make the decision to move forward. And, uh, and so it, it's been nice. And I even told him, yo, like it's, it's dope because I haven't had someone that I can reminisce about like my childhood other than Hobbs. Like I got Corey, right? And Corey and I go back to high school and we have, I mean, from high school till now, there's been just a lot of shit that has happened. So we have plenty of stories. And then Kyle, same thing, high school. But then you take it back and it goes even further. Like Creeps, for those of you who don't know, he's one of those guys I can reminisce, but he's a little older than me. So him and my brother have more stories. It's not until me hitting probably late middle school that him and I began those stories or, or about seventh grade. Yeah. That him and I began those stories. Obviously he's been in my life since I was a kid, but it's not the same when you grow up with somebody the same age. And that was hops. We did everything together. We lived the same shit. We endured the same shit. Like we, uh, we came out of the same shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's actually really, really cool to connect again with him. And be able to reminisce about those things. And then like feel like we didn't even skip a beat. Because we're still talking about the same shit we would have. The shit we're passionate about. Like we're both passionate wrestling fans. You know, him more so than I am. I mean, he'll say, he'll drop names and and he'll give you outfits and he'll give you entrance music. He'll give you everything. Like if you want to break it down from who, like let's say Chris Jericho. He can tell you every single nickname Jericho had to his look that went with it to like the time he was with certain companies. Like he's just, he's just a genius when it comes to the wrestling stuff. Me, I'm, I guess I'm more of a casual fan. I know the names. I know the theme songs. I know the finishers. I know the, the, uh, uh, 
the, what they're famous for. I know the wrestling styles. I know the moves, right? Like, oh yeah, he was this. And then, you know, they divorced and this happened. I, like, I don't, I don't know all that stuff. And that's Hobbs. But to be passionate like that about it still and to relate with that is amazing. It's, it's, it's incredible. I mean, obviously you want to be around the people you want to be around and you want to hold a good relationship with those people, right? I don't know. I guess I ranted a little longer than I wanted to, but you guys have been loyal. You guys have been great. I thank you guys for all the support. Like I always say, you guys can reach out to me and let me know what your thoughts are, how you feel about my episodes, my commentary, my takes, whatever. Facebook, Instagram, Culture Punch Podcast. Twitter is Culture underscore Punch. I'll leave a link if you guys want to support because obviously that is the best way to support this podcast is just listen. Maybe give us a rating on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And then, you know, from time to time, just let me know what your thoughts are. Give me some feedback, whether it's, you know, positive or not. It's it's just good to hear from you guys. And then, um, and if you guys want to take it even further, there's a link there for a, uh, a buy me a coffee, which I haven't figured out how I'm going to pay the fans back that do that. A lot of people will do like exclusive content. I'm not really a believer of exclusive content when it comes to podcasts. There's only, I feel like you're cheating your audience when you do that. I think that's a cheap way to, to, to do that make people pay oh you want to listen to this episode i'm going to release a part one of this and it's so good but part two you have to pay for it i don't want to do all that it's not like a youtube thing i i understand you have people who teach you tutorials and tricks and tips and all this stuff for things on youtube to have a patreon for you know uh advance or even more exclusive to i i can 100 i agree with that because these people are giving you information for free there should be some things that they either spent their own money on or you know took their spent their whole life learning that they should be obligated to charge for so 100 i agree with that podcast when we're just giving opinions we're going back and forth i don't believe that's a thing that needs to be exclusive but again if you guys want to support it even more you guys can do that i'll figure out something in the future but until then thank you guys for tuning in uh culture punch podcast like i said go support us everyone have a good night stay safe and covid free